0: Hey guys, this is a sleep-deprived Gaijin Hunter, and I'm here with an equally sleep-deprived Rurikon, and you're listening to episode 46 of the Third Fleet Podcast. Don't worry, I'm not going to be going on about Soul Sacrifice. Today is going to be all about Monster Hunter, baby, and also dealing with some of the community questions you guys kindly submitted. Rurikon, how you doing?
1: Dude, I am doing pretty good. I was going to say great, but it's like I am a little bit sleep-deprived because my baby daughter has been having a lot of night terrors. So that oh, has no. us waking up either like at one thirty, two thirty. Sometimes I'll we'll we'll wake up at like two in the morning. We bring her over to our bed. Then at like three I take her over and then at six she wakes up again. So I'm still kind of like huh. catching up on sleep. But other than that, uh it's been uh it's been fun. Been having a good time. Uh been playing a whole lot of Final Fantasy fourteen like fully addicted to it still as uh I we know, kind me of, like, and you are
0: both me and you are both like taking this downtime to just feed our other addictions <laughs> it's, it's nice it's, it's yeah. good timing you know
1: it is good timing and i'll tell you something where you were wrong we will get to talk a bit about soul sacrifice maybe depending on whether we get there or not because uh obviously i got a lot of topics from the community to to bring up and is, one of those topics this, this does involve is
0: this is this is this what they metaphorically say, dangling the carrot in front of the horse or something? <laughs> no, no,
1: no, no, no. It, it's, it's, it's something that it, it it makes sense in a monster hunter context. Okay. So it, it was a good question that I got. And uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, guys, you guys put out a lot of really good questions. Obviously, we're not going to be able to get to all of them because... You guys know me and Gadget will pick a question It'll be like half an hour and then suddenly it's like, "Oh, Let's take a half an
0: hour on it <laughs>
1: exactly so it's like we'll uh, you know if I was to grab all of the questions that showed up, we'd be like podcasting for two days straight or something along those lines. but um we do have a couple of news uh about monster hunter um I don't yeah. know if I don't know if this is uh super relevant yet or not in terms of are these uh nominations still going, the ones that we're about to talk about
0: I don't know. Yeah, I'll I don't know check. either. I'll, I will check. But
1: uh, yeah, you, you can double check real quick. Uh, this thing is going to yeah, go it's... live tomorrow. So, But uh, for those of you that are not aware, Monster Hunter Rise was actually nominated for two, I believe it's the Golden Joystick Awards, right? If I remember correctly?
0: Oh, don't ask me to confirm stuff. <laughs> it's a little bit early for <laughs> Gaijin.
1: I'm pretty sure it was two Golden Joystick Awards because I think I even voted on Yeah, Yeah, golden,
0: golden Joystick Awards 2021, yeah. you're right. And um go.
1: is it still ongoing? Yeah.
0: Why is it so hard to find out? <laughs> until November be. until November 5th, I think. Okay. So, so the, it's yeah. still
1: this uh this voting is still going on until November 5th. The categories that Masana Rise was nominated for was for best community and best Nintendo game. Now, I have a confession to make. I did vote for best Nintendo game. Did not vote for Best Community. This is very hard for me to say because I love the Monster Hunter community, guys. No, I love you guys. You guys are amazing. Drama but it was, wah, wah, it was wah, 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 wah. up against another game that is very near and dear to my heart, which is Final Fantasy XIV. Oh,
0: good God. Wait. Yes. It's up against Final Fantasy XIV?
1: For Best Community, yes. Final Fantasy XIV was also ah. nominated for Best Community. And let me tell you guys. See, even one as thing, a
0: as a non-player, of fourteen though, like I gotta like you're gonna explain it. Go on, I'm interrupting. The
1: one the main one of the main reasons why I'm voting because like these are basically two outstanding communities as far as I'm concerned, both the Monster Hunter One and a Final Fantasy 14 one. The reason I chose to support 14 in this particular voting is because I feel like over the years, Final Fantasy 14 has been overlooked by so many people for so many awards that it is criminal. And so this year I was like, listen, I, I want Final Fantasy XIV to take a little bit of glory this year or as much glory as they can. Because, like, I don't even know if it's won any, like, official awards in terms of its soundtrack. But good God, that game needs more soundtrack awards. Like, if it's gotten one, it needs five more, at least because the soundtrack of fourteen is just so freaking good. But the community of fourteen is also really, really good. So I was like, you know what? I'll vote best Nintendo game for Monster on the Rise, which I think was the other category that was uh, nominated for, and I'll vote best community fourteen. I also voted uh, best. Uh, what was it? Uh, st- There's a, an award that's called Still Playing, which Final Fantasy fourteen was also nominated for, and I voted in there as well. So yeah. See, I Just let you know.
0: I've actually I've had it on my bucket list of the, I like I retweeted everything, but I've been so busy I haven't actually you haven't voted been able to vote myself. <laughs> But the thing is, is I actually, I might go with you on this one because as a bystander of Final Fantasy XIV, as someone who doesn't play it, it has been such an amazingly interesting year watching the community. Yeah. Like whether it was the, just the incredible reactions to um, like that fan event they did and, um, the fan Festival, you know, yeah. like, like, you know, and everybody lining up in the game with certain costumes to pay tribute to people and. Sending like, a, um, know, unified messages. The,
1: I, I forget. I'm terrible with names, but uh, the, the person responsible for Berserk, uh, what was his name? Mm. You probably know, right? His name? No? Damn it. I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on his name. But basically, when the person most responsible for Berserk, they died this year. There was like yeah. a display of people, and most of them would be in their Dark Knight sets, which Dark Knight is the class that has like the Great Sword? And they would mm. be like, like basically, would go to one of these capital cities, which is Ulda, and you would just see like a circle of players from one Miles end of the city to the other. To the, yeah. And this is like, my server is not even a big server. I'm on Spriggan, <laughs> it's not even a huge server. And it's like, even in my server, there was like a huge display of players. And earlier, and, and again, it seems like so many people keep dying. But the voice actor for one of the characters, which was um, Edmund Fortin, uh, this this person died, and the, basically the players went to the character's house in-game, and they set up, like, you know, uh, a morning vigil or watch, whatever you call mm-hmm. that. There was just, like, a bunch of people there just basically... They just put their characters on there to kind of like pay their respects. the The community does a lot of uh, events like this, and it's it's just
0: it's really nice to see. And yeah. also like even with the whole like it's it's a it's a topic of duality, right? There's the the toxic community, the yeah. debates and questions, and then there's the positive ones. And I've been watching Asmund Gold's uh, descent into FF14 and how. Welcoming the community has been to him. But there's something that I'm jealous of that FF14 has that I don't feel Monster Hunter has yet, but has very easy potential to get have, which mm-hmm. is while we enjoy very nice relationships with our community managers like uh, Yuri, and now it's going to be Jonah, uh, but Socks previously and Jake before that and so on, mm-hmm. it seems like there's a more intimate connection between the players of FF14 and the developers, like the development team. I don't know if that's because the, the Final Fantasy XIV puts themselves out there more often um, or they just communicate more often or more directly. I don't know. But there seems to be a greater awareness of the people making a game and a better, bigger appreciation. And just, I don't know, from an outsider looking in, it's, it's like that looks like a fun-ass community. Der. So I I kind of think that the fourteen deserves it this year, even though I think the, F, the Monster Hunter community is amazing. Yes. Would I say that the community has, has gone even better than it was last year? No. It's remained the same and it's wonderful. But I think FF fourteen deserves the shout out. So I, I think it, I'm gonna go with you.
1: I don't I don't wanna like take too much more time with fourteen because ultimately we do want to focus on Monster <laughs> yeah. Hunter. But it's like uh, one of the things that I can tell you about the whole developer communication, um Yoshi P took the time to speak with a lot of content creators and usually you would imagine, okay, so he picked a bunch of people that are really, really big. No, we're talking channels that are smaller than mine. And he's talking to them and taking the time and like even like small podcasts, stuff like that. Like he talked to a lot of creators. I'm super jealous actually because I would love to talk to him because his interviews are so chill. But uh it's like, listen, you and me, we need to get together and I'll be like, No, don't worry, I brought my own interpreter, Yoshi. You don't even have to bring interpreter <laughs>
0: Oh, but the interpreter that he uses, she oh, is yeah, yeah. She, so good. She's amazing. She is like world top class. She, I can verify this. Like she is <laughs> absolutely. I know now why she's the darling of the community because like she's really good. Yeah. So props to to props.
1: But yeah, that okay. is the um, the golden joy. So go vote, guys, and, and all you still that. Still have stuff. time to vote. Yeah. So vote on what you want to, to
0: vote. vote for, and don't worry about what you vote for. It is your choice exactly Your choice. it's like
1: I'm not trying to I'm not trying to influence you guys so just like mm-hmm. vote for whatever you want to vote there's a bunch <clears throat> of games in there there are some categories exactly. I didn't even vote in like best mobile game I was like the hell is this trash and voting for nothing <laughs> 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 best mobile game there's no such thing they're all terrible
0: <laughs> Monster Hunter it's mobile
1: uh, Monster it's Stories portable. yeah Monster Stories was not there if it was I would have voted for that <laughs> but it wasn't <laughs> Oh man. But uh I believe that you wanted to bring up something um about this uh Monster Hunter Stories Two thing, which you Oh nice no, I thought I would comment on it play after our last I believe it was immediately after our last podcast when you went to play that, and you already had Some choice words for, I believe it was for Super Cold to Roth. I've I've fallen off a little bit of uh, stories too, because like, look, I love the game. I think it's amazing, but the end game of that doesn't keep me as addicted as the end game of the traditional Monster Hunter. Which is fair, yeah.
0: Yeah. But the thing is, I mean, I I guess it's a byproduct of of the open, welcome design of the game. It's so open and fun that I think it's hard to develop challenges around it, because the whole point of the game is to understand the patterns of the monsters. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, what can they do outside of knowing the patterns? And the logical solution they came to is, okay, we'll have a monster attack twice in one turn. How are you going to deal with that? And then they went to Molten Tigrex and said, we're going to have a monster attack three times in one turn. How are you going to deal with that? And uh, they kind of hit a wall, I think, creatively with how to deal with it. I would have... Yeah, it's 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 really tough. So... I understand the plight, but I was I want to give some extra feedback just because I had so many comments on my video, and I think there's a few things that I needed to make a little bit more clear. But oh yeah, the, uh, the, we'll the just video say... that
1: the video that you made I haven't watched it yet, but the the title was something like "Super Fatalis sucks," wasn't <laughs> something like
0: that. Yeah, it it sucked. <laughs> the thing is, is like if this I I love the idea of them giving something to the people who have stuck around right who have done the grind because let's face it the the major message here is that the game has unnecessarily bloated the exp that you need in order to level up once you start getting into like the 70s and 80s and 90s especially we're talking like the 90s is like millions like the same experience it takes to get to like level one to 84 or something is like the same it takes to get from 81 to 82 or something it's like It just bloats crazy, but the game doesn't bloat the locations in which you're able to grind. So it ends up being just like literally just doing auto kill over and 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 over 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 again for hours and hours and hours on end. That's not fun. Yeah. Um. And so like, but the thing is, the game has never required you to really be that level, which is great. All the deviants and everything, like you could do that at level sixty-five to seventy or so. I, you know, I, I actually,
1: I've never grinded for levels in Stories 2. Yeah, so I so think like, it's been really, really I did, good. I think I did all of the content all the way up to regular. Col- no, 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 no. I, it was more, it was like the Apex, uh, Soul Seer, Mizutsune. I went all the way over to that without ever grinding levels at all. And everything That's was great. fine. And I was like, this is this is good. This, yeah. But you know, I kind of stopped there because I was, you know, playing 14 and playing all these other games, and I'm yeah, just yeah. like super addicted. And you know, then you started telling me about how for Super Golf Roth, you needed to be a certain level, and I was like, I don't know, I didn't even do like the the special elders layer because that felt like too much of a grind. Let alone like yeah, actually so, going out and grinding my ass off. Yeah. So to get my my
0: beef is that. One, the game has never required you. I don't mind if they put a quest in there, like even an exclusive monster, I wouldn't care. And say, hey, for those of you who grinded all the way into 90, here's something just for you. I think that's cool. Uh, because there are loyal players who, who have kept at it for so long, and they deserve that. The problem is, is, <clears throat> the thing they chose was Fatalis. And for those who don't know, at the end of the game, you get the story boss who's awesome. And I want to fight that thing again. And I want armor yeah. for it. It's it's a really good boss, um, like fantastic. Um, after that, you get the end game content, which is the Elder's Lair, which is a little tedious, but it's fun. And when you get through it, the final boss, surprise surprise, is Fatalis, and it's a tough fight, but you can get through it. And there's you need strategy. You need to have unlocked certain skills for some weapons and stuff like that or you can just be cheesy and double app to death if you want whatever <laughs> um then when you complete that you unlock this super or the secret elder's lair which is a much harder version that's where they finally give you some inflated experience points but it's not we're not talking like millions we're talking like 100,000 or something but that's if you need 2 million to level up one level like think about it. that's a, these hunts take a while um, or you're just going to be grinding like mindlessly which I'm not interested in. So that is a tough challenge to get through that layer. One because it's a little tedious and two at the end of it is a super fatalis. And I'll tell you the super fatalis in this event one are not different really. They feel identical. The challenge is the same. Like the the move set, the phases, everything is identical. The thing is so you you fight fatalis twice. Um, maybe you're like Yuna, and she, she made the mistake of just saving her game afterwards. She got really bad drop items from that quest, Ooh. so she couldn't. she could only make, like, level one of something. I purposely reset my game and beat the monster over and over again until I got, like, all, like, three and ten points across the board. So I was able to make its armor up to level four, which is one step before max. So I could see the max, and I know that it's not overly special it's a cool set and the weapons are cool but they're not they're the same power as the deviant stuff so it's not like it's broken or anything right so I mean, they give you they have you fight it twice
1: the skill set that that set brings though is pretty unique because if I remember it was one of the best like critical sets
0: no no it's a good pvp set because it's got like the anti um, status ailment
1: it didn't have like like, auto heal large or something
0: XL or something like that it's it's not horribly attack focused as, far as as far as I remember.
1: I remember it having tons of crit, but I haven't
0: played yeah, stories it. It too might might be while. crit up and like anti element and then he, you know auto heal or something, which is like 48 It's HP really good.
1: It's it, I think I think it was really good. I don't know. I remember it I being It is a good set. It was, yeah, it's a yeah. solid
0: set, but I mean it's like compared to deviant sets and Call to Wrath, it's no better than those. Like it's it's the same level. I don't remember. And the really stats like are the same Call as well.
1: Yeah, but, the, the, uh, or, the defense is, is pretty much the same, yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's just another great choice among many other good choices. Um, the problem is, is the game dangles that in front of you and says, okay, you've now gone through the effort of leveling up, getting your team to beat Fatalis to Super 1. You've done all this stuff, and guess what? You're not going to fight him again. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that really did not sit well with me. They have you fight it twice. And they make you go through all the effort of being able to go through all the strategy of the Super Fatalis, which does have the same thing, like triple attacks in the final phase, you got to plan it out, it's 48 turns or something like that, it's a long fight. And you go through all that, and for them to just say, okay, there's no other way you can fight this monster, it's gone. And then finally, way much time later, they give us this event quest, and they're like, okay, now for the first time ever, we're going to bloat it so hard. Then you either need to cheese it with aptenoths, which I don't want to do because that's that. I mean, it was really fun watching Rage Gaming doing, but like that to me, I don't want to do because that to me is giving in to their game design, which I don't want to do. Um, Or you can just, you know, two horn users using evasion riffs constantly. I don't want there to only be two ways to really accurately beat that thing. But let me just say, these people are like level ninety-five and they're like yeah this thing will one shot kill you so you've got to use these like one or two strategies otherwise you're gone mm. but um it's just like why would you take a monster that you've already let us fight twice and, you've and already given like, us the challenge and now you won't even let us finish the damn set
1: and and it's like when you say it like that there you can either use hunting horns or you can use <clears throat> double apt I mean you got to imagine that the double Aptanoth was just something that was not initially intended.
0: I mean, let's get real. It's like, yeah, yeah.
1: oh, yeah, sure. Let's make Aptanoth the most powerful monster <laughs> Monster Hunter Well, not to mention the thing is,
0: that Fatalis hits for like seven, 800 attack each for everybody. So that's a one-hit kill. There's no monster. You can get the monster to level 99. They're not getting more and, than that. And it's
1: like even just like the way that you're saying that, it just reminds me of the nightmare that it was when I was trying to do Sol Cere Mizutsune with an AI and they were just useless. It's like the moment the AI would die once, it's like that fight was over because I would not be able to is, heal the AI and myself to prepare I think for the big this fight, nukes.
0: I'd be willing to say this fight is literally impossible with, with AI. I don't think it's possible. If someone could do it, like, I don't know, maybe I'll put up a challenge and I'll, I'll pay money or something. I don't think it's possible. It's because if you mess up once, and he does one tail swipe. Everyone takes seven hundred damage across the board. Or, I guess if you're like level ninety nine, it might be more like four hundred or five hundred. But it's like the NPC is going to mess up many times, even, and there's a very specific pattern.
1: Even if you bring Roberto,
0: oh yeah, I don't think you'd last okay. very long. So then it's is like so now you got people who have been able to rely on the NPCs because if you level up a little bit, you can get through the deviance even with NPCs. It is possible, or if you use items. Fatalis, nah. It's there's no way in hell you've got to do it with another person. Which again, I don't mind if it wasn't Fatalis. If they didn't already make us do this thing twice, and then tease us with half completed weapons, and then say, okay, if you want to complete it now, you got to do this. Like, why did you not make this a separate thing? Like, why is this the same monster? Or at least let us just grind Fatalis normally, and then give us a super Fatalis for those who want the challenge, and give them a special yeah. medal or something like like I'd be cool with that but they give you literally nothing there's no other way to grind the monster and that is just bad decision in my opinion so it was it was interesting because it, it left a really sour taste in my mouth because one I've been really wanting to fight the last boss again what well, even if it's like a like a uh, relive a memory thing because I like that boss a lot um, but it also came at the same time that we had the Narwa event in rise which was fantastic Um, so it was kind of like a double whammy, right? Like rise, which has had some questionable event quests, uh, but uh, mostly the rollout, but you know, lately they've been really good and fun. So we have this really good event quest and then stories too is like such a godly good game. Like I gotta say that it's so good. It's like, this is like one of only two blemishes that I have for the game. Well, the other one being is I love the last boss so much. I want to fight it again. (laughs) <laughs> that's, only, uh, admit, that's my only other complaint is it's, that I love the so game too weird. much and that they won't let me have it's it. It's
1: so weird that you can't fight the last boss again, too. It, it just seems like such a weird thing because it's something that you always do in Monster Hunter games in general. It's like, I oh, I'm not, now I am now I get to farm the last boss and <sighs> I get to craft the last boss's armor if I want to. I can do all these things. And in stories, too, they just yeah. don't let you do it. Uh, but before we move on to the events in, in Rise, I'm curious, what was the overall sentiment from your comment section the Fatalis video which by the way I actually lied when I said I hadn't seen it I had seen it and when you started talking about the EXP that you need to level up I was like oh right I remember this I did see this the numbers were huge yeah. in order to go like so the, to level nine. Comments,
0: the comments were interesting because it was like there was a huge trend of certain comments one which was what I was actually trying to address here in this podcast is one people saying um, dude, it's the last boss of the game. Why are you crying? And and that's what I'm of like. Of course. Did you... I don't think they actually played through the Fatalis hunts because they would understand that we've already done Super Fatalis already in the game. It is the same monster, just not not as bloated. And we had to level up, and we had to use the exact same strategies, and we got through it. They're giving it to us again, and they won't let us complete weapons. So no, you're wrong on that one. Yeah. It's I. There's nothing wrong with a final challenge for those who level up. But having it be the same monster that we've already like, done is just cruel.
1: Think of it. Think of it almost like extreme moth, which is like if you want to do regular behemoth, you can do it. You can get the armor. You can do all these things. Yeah. And then extreme moth just cranks like the difficulty to eleven. And then it's well, like, imagine, like the only thing you really get is the layered armor and the title. And I thought that's yeah. Cool. So imagine you know, they cause, let, cause imagine they no let you fight
0: there. behemoth once. Yeah. So you you can see the armor. You can maybe make one piece, but it you can never fight it again ever yeah and months later they give you extreme auth and say okay that's how you're going to do it and that's you're how like you're gonna grind what? it.
1: <laughs> go grind extreme it's like off. that
0: that's actually a really good example so like yeah so that's my counter to that the other one was um uh what was the comment that I was getting um you know there's like you know, people trying to defend like there's nothing wrong with a, a super end game challenge for people who've leveled up i totally agree so that's yeah. what I'm saying here is I totally agree. Just why was it Fatalis? Or why won't you just let us grind the other? Just let people like, grind the grind Super the Elders one, yeah. layer has all these, like, really hard versions of the monsters, but you could easily just go back and fight the, like, high-rank, like, easy versions of them and make the armor. There's no difference. It's just a fun challenge. But for Fatalis, they made a difference. So. Um, yeah, it is yeah, so that was basically the two major comments I was getting that or some people saying yeah i'm like level 92 and i'm like no i'm not doing this they're so, like i tried it and it's, just, it's ridiculous yeah okay that
1: that's so, that's what i figured was going to happen some people go in there's like oh man casual gaijin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: whatever i mean at and least then, the good thing is is that the weapons are not to die for same with the armor yeah. so i guess that's the that's the the silver lining here but i i think it was a missed opportunity and that's so rare for this game, which nails everything so well. Yeah. So maybe I shouldn't have highlighted it because its it feels like I'm bashing on a game that I absolutely adore. But it's how I felt at the time, and that's what it's I like, use my YouTube th- for. There, so. is
1: something, there is something to be said that I feel that a lot of times people don't understand. That whenever there's a game that we really, really like, and if we talk about it and we criticize it, it doesn't mean we don't like the game. It actually means the exact opposite. It means we like it so much. Yeah. That we want to make sure that the game is as perfect as it can possibly be
0: because
1: yeah. you know let me tell you one of the worst things that a creator can do about certain video games is just indifference like if like if someone's just not talking about something that means that like they're, they're over it they're, they're done with it kind of almost so you know that's actually why i wanted to start this podcast because like i'm always interested and continue to talk yeah and, about monster hunter, like I never. Yeah, want to and stop. if you guys
0: haven't watched the last podcast that we did with socks, with socks, um, yeah. the the now ex community manager for Capcom, we go into this topic a lot about how much the community managers want people to talk, whether it's positive reinforcement saying this was awesome, or even you know critique saying this wasn't awesome. Here's why. At least then they can go back to desk and say, hey, look, people are talking about it. There's like hundreds of comments of people who agree. We should look into this. Maybe we could have did this better because otherwise you're just an employee yelling at the dev team and that doesn't do anything. The
1: feedback that the community doesn't want is like someone shouting obscenities and just repeatedly saying that something is trash and not really, you know, explaining why. Yeah. So, I mean, was, was
0: was I off band for saying it sucks? A little no. bit, but that's exactly that's no. how extreme I felt about it. But these sucks just means that I'm really disappointed. It Doesn't mean that it's yeah. trash or but it's, it's not like crap. It's not like
1: your video is just like going in and being like Lazy screaming good sentences. Yeah, exactly. That that's not the point. So I think that's fine. It's not the but point. Yeah. Either the way, uh, so there's been uh, events, and I actually streamed the recent events because that's the way that I've. Kind you were of using been to a see-
0: long sword. Yeah, long sword we user.
1: Can, we can, we can talk about that, but it's like. The, the way that I've kind of been consuming <laughs> the Rise events is I wait until there's, like, three or four of them. And then oh, that's, just that's like a really good way to do it, yeah. Do all of them in a stream because it's a good way to kind of just, like, experience it. That's a and really good way, yeah. This time I got to do the two Apex Diablos, Ibushi and Narwa. and Oh, wow. So that's a good one. Yeah, I enjoyed all of, all of those quests. Those quests were fantastic. Uh, unfortunately, it just served to... Ibushi and Narwa in particular just served to emphasize that... These are just two bosses that are not very good to do with Gunlance, and I was like, "Oh, I'm sad." I just wanted to bring my gun. So, lands. Double
0: Diablo's. What did you think? Because, like, when I, when we first talked about Diablo's, our, we shared uh, a sentiment which was, "It's a cool ass monster. It's like a high rank version of what a Massacre or a Bloodbath Diablo's bloodbath might Diablos. be like." Cause it's a little yeah. bit more, it's more timid. But for this one, I felt that. One, you got the tiny and the large one, so like it's easier to get crowns, which is great. Like for because there's crown hunters, so event quest doing that is really smart. Um, but I felt like they were more engaging in this. Yeah, in this, they were uh, they were definitely hunt, more and aggressive. It was fun.
1: I, I I carded uh, a couple times and you know, like you came into the stream and you were just like, Why are you resetting the quests? Yuna was asking me why I was <laughs> resetting the quests. And it's like uh I, i'll reset quests sometimes guys because not because i'm a speedrun or anything like that but one of the self-imposed things that i tend to do is like i want to do this quest without carding. it's like i don't care if it takes me the 50 minutes it's just, i just want to do it without carting doesn't matter if i have to go back and you know i, I try to avoid going back to get supplies but like in, in quests where you have two of them i kind of feel like that's kind of okay but either way so do you do that like, for
0: your first clear or for every clear with your with your main weapons
1: Uh, it depends, uh, because, like, sometimes it might be something that I just want to farm it and get it out of the way, so there I might go in and farm it or whatever. Uh, It really depends on how I'm feeling, because, like, if it's a quest that's, like, super easy, I'm like, ah, whatever, but, like, for instance, for the, uh, for the Akuma fight, I was like, no, 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 we don't get to craft this armor until we beat the big boy, so I went in there and I only, I only farmed the armor after I beat the big boy.
0: Um, so people people have to know that when you was hearing you explain that because she was next to me and I was translating what you were saying, um, it was like that a uh, beam of the gift of like the little boy at the uh, sports game with the hat that says respect, yeah, and uh, take, taking it off and she's like I can respect that she's like that's yeah, good. It, it's it's, well, it's she totally something... understood.
1: Yeah, It's just something that I like because I kind of feel like that shows that you achieved this certain mastery of the fight when you can do it in a mm. way that you're not just throwing yourself at it. And well, it forces, you, it
0: forces you to think more about it, right? Yeah, Instead of brute exactly. forcing it, which you can certainly do in Monster Hunter. But yeah. there is great satisfaction with like, it's the same thing with like naked runs, right? You yeah. feel like, okay, I really got the fight and I earned. I mean, you earned it anyways, but uh, you, you guys yeah. know what we mean.
1: Yeah, but it's it's again and it's this is not something that I would tell people, "Oh, you have to play the way that I do otherwise you're doing it wrong." It's just like <laughs> I think that everyone has their own way of doing things and some players do things differently and I think that's one of the cool things about these types of games is that you can like impose
0: have your own challenges, challenges upon yeah.
1: yourself and whatnot. And mine's a pretty simple one. It's just like I just want to beat this without carding. So, uh and yeah. that in Mine this is particular simple as well.
0: like I I just take a monster that I really love and it's only got to be like one. I can't do this from within one. <laughs> There's one monster I really love, eventually I want to beat it naked at least once. That's pretty much my end game goal. So I've done like Bloodbath Naked and we didn't obviously all mother naked and stuff. So
1: I mean, see that that's just the thing. Due to the fact that I played Gunlance, I don't it, it's almost like playing naked with any other oh, weapon. That was, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but it's like the um so so I went into the the two apex Diablos and I do agree with you I think that these ones were way more aggressive than the other ones that we had fought before uh I definitely carded quite a few times I, I actually failed that quest like two or three times I mean not failed but you know I carded, yeah. it so I would reset but they, they
0: feel like they start enraged or something because they, they the original one, it almost was like Molten Tigrex. Like, they had to take a while to get themselves warmed up. But, like, this one, they were ready to go from the start, which was really fun.
1: Yeah, and I almost feel like they might have had maybe a little bit more stamina because the other... Like, I feel like the other one, even with Gunlance, like, I'd go up to it and I'd just wail on it and he'd just go like, Oh, please, just stop, stop hurting me. It hurts. Yeah, And this one is just like... I'll go in there and I'll start wailing
0: at him, and he's just like, "Oh yes, Daddy Moore." I'm like, "Wait, wait no, <laughs> not like this." Mikey likes it. Yeah. Oh wow, so, that, that dates me. If you guys know that reference, oh my god. Wait, Comment down I below. Do if you know know it. That,
1: I do know that. I do know that. Mikey one. likes it. Oh, Mikey, I think he likes it. Oh wait, no, that's Matrix.
0: No, no, it's a, this is a commercial. They
1: do that in Matrix.
0: Yeah, I, I think they're referencing the same thing okay it's a commercial that's all i'll say i'm not going to give away the answer so have fun with that one guys
1: then i don't actually know then again this is probably american television dude i I would have it is yeah it's it's you would you would have no way of knowing it so (laughs)
0: not fair
1: but um yeah so so those two apexes i would really recommend people check out it's fun uh it's a fun quest it was a little bit uh challenging for me but i did it with the gun lines it was fine uh then we go into ibushi and that's when That's when I start feeling like, okay, this the, this gun lens thing is just like it's being a pain in the ass because I'm just constantly setting up for things. I think the biggest problem game <laughs> blown in, into the air. And <laughs> Ibushi, no, the the problem is not even that. The problem with that is the way in which ground splitter works. Because as you are doing tougher monsters, you really have to use ground splitter. Okay, it's just like the other one. The what's it called again? The, yeah air whatever the one where you can you yeah. reload your gun lance you and it, it reduces time on wyvern fire like that one like forget about it like that, that it's just complete trash compared to ground splitter and so the problem is you have to keep up that ground splitter buff and every time you shoot mm. your weapon it goes away yeah and you're talking about a high mobility fight where you have to constantly sheath your weapon to do well in Ibushi because he moves all over the arena, so you have to sheath. So it's like every time that I would do ground splitter and then half the sheath, I'd be like, oh, okay, dude, yeah, sure, fine. So I swapped... Uh, the sword and shield. And that was fun. Like <laughs> when you start seeing the numbers sword and shield is doing when compared to, I was going to say, not, months, now, like, you know why oh, in
0: all of our challenges, I'm using sword and shield against dude, the sword and shield. Now, you sad. know why it is so satisfying. Oh my gosh.
1: So the, the only reason that I, I died after swapping the sword and shield would be the greed. I'd be so greedy. I'd be like, dude, I'm hitting all of the things. I'm not moving away from this thing at all. And then suddenly it's like, Oh no, he got me in a wombo. Boom. Dead. But it was it was really fun, um, and I, I really liked using sword and shield. And a lot of people were like, "Oh, that this this mob is actually awkward with sword and shield." And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. This feels friggin' fantastic.
0: <laughs> I think I actually my favorite hunt with sword and shield is Ibushi. Yeah, far. Ibushi because
1: like it, you can, it is
0: just it reminds me of like those like wooden dummies or like you know Bruce Lee movie like the things that yeah. you practice with like like he is so easy with sword and shield once you know him because he only generally does a, a swipe or a forward attack. So, like, if you're coming at him at an angle or the side, you're just beating on him, and you got the windows, and it's just shoom, nope, boom, 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 nope, shoom, boom, nope, boom, 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 and you can KO him and break all his sacks. It's really fun.
1: It is. It is a good time. So, I-
0: Ibushi... Me and you I know really... like, we're... Oh, go ahead.
1: Sorry. I was, I was going to say, Ibushi I, I really enjoyed and, and thought it was just a really cool hunt, and it didn't feel... Particularly more challenging. I think he hit a little bit harder because I was using, you know, those sets with uh, the high ninja sword where you go into the what are the the hunter boots or whatever it was, which has really low armor. So whenever he hits you, you're like, Oh, that I felt that one. That freaking hurts. But uh, yeah, but you and Yuna, you guys, uh, you guys like
0: yeah. Industry? So I apologize, I'm talking over you. I for, I never changed the server back to Japan, like Asia. We're still in European servers from our call from with socks. So uh, my apologies. <laughs> I I've got like the uh, the orange mark on my my feed. Oh, it's a little laggy. But um, no, that's fine. Um, no, so I my apologize to you. Um, but for that's us, okay. it was interesting because we were at first we actually had a tinge of disappointment. Because we were hoping for like a super Ibushi, yeah. But then we have to keep in mind that we have killed this thing over two hundred and fifty times.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it'll be we hard notice,
0: for them to yeah, do something. There's that nothing will satisfy you. us. Yeah. yeah, nothing will satisfy us. But then after thinking about it for quite some time and and doing the hunt and just reflecting on our time with Ibushi and Narwa, well, we realized that this is actually his position and role in the game. Like he is not meant to be a tough aggressive monster which is kind of like the funny thing right like he's the male counterpart to Narwa yet she is the strong one um, I mean it, he is kind he's kind of there just to like I mean he he's really good at blowing away trees and shit but like he's not meant to be he's kind he's kind of meant to be a pushover because he has to get sacrificed at the end
1: is is kind of like um what is the relationship uh between those insects that were the so Isn't like it the mantis, the, Mant- the mantis or, like or something? Eats, yeah, she, she eats the head eats of him. the. Yeah, it's it's kind of yeah. like it's the same energy right there. It's just like that. Yeah. That's your role in life. So we you realize- go in there, you you kind of mate with her, and then she eats you. That that's your role. Yeah, in life. you've
0: done your role. You know, so he just kills villages, he causes rampages, then he goes and sacks himself so they can have a baby. So like, <laughs> it's it actually makes him even cuter in our eyes now because he's kind of like the poor weak ibushi and so now we have the plush dolls that arrived and like every day we're doing like skits with them and it's always ending with like poor poor ibushi like getting trampled on by somebody (laughs) 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 but it 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 raises our affection for the monster even more so that they did the right thing which is they didn't give him any new moves they just made him squishy so he's got lots of hp so you can enjoy the fight a little bit longer but for us you know, was going like, it was like seventh minute and she's like, hang on, can I, cannot, I'm just going to stand in front of him to get hit because she hadn't gotten hit because we had done this fight naked so many times that we just don't get hit. So I'm like, I wonder if they buffed the attack on this monster. She's like, I'm like, she's like, how about you? I'm like, I don't know. I haven't been hit. How about you? No, I haven't been hit. <laughs> it's, like, it's been like six, seven minutes. And we were, we finished the hunt in 10 minutes, I think. Um, So we just stood there and let it hit us. And we're like, oh, well, I don't know. Maybe. Because we don't remember what it hits for. So maybe, yeah. I think it does hit for more, it, it, but we wouldn't it hit know. A,
1: it hit a little bit harder, I think, at least, yeah, from, <laughs> from what I remember. But.
0: So this is what happens when you grind a monster over and over and over and over yeah. again. But we enjoyed it, um, and we came to enjoy the fact that he is squishy, and, and we now think that that's part of his character.
1: It's just like when you were talking about you guys doing skits with Ibushi, I was just thinking about... Ibushi getting bullied by, like, a bullfango. It's like, that's the level that he was at. Uh, like, you, wait, a bullfango goes through night, and just like, caresses yeah, Ibushi. So,
0: so last night we were doing a, a skit where we ordered a mini mascot. These are, like, the really small plushes but very cute that they had. And we ordered the mini. It was someone was selling it on Medukari, but we bought the mini mascot for a cantor because she thinks a cantor is adorable and so do I. And he's got, like, these, like, cute little feet. And he's, like, beep, 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 beep. He's got a little So we had the beans. mini Akantor, like, we had him uh, running over Ibushi, like, left and right and sending <laughs> him flying. It was so funny.
1: I mean, considering how weak Ibushi is, I mean, he probably could do it in-game. Yeah. Akantor's, like, stomping all over Ibushi like he's... Akantor's, so wait, thinking... Akantor's not even an elder dragon. He's just, like, a flying wyvern. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. like, a, this flying wyvern. So, like, I
0: was, uh... I was taking, what was it, Ibushi, we prop him up. She would, like, have him stomp right through Ibushi. I took Ibushi and said, okay, we have to resort to the final attack in order to win. And I said, Beyblade! And I started spinning him and throwing him at my like, Cantor, and I'm missing every time. And think this is, the way the plush is designed, I don't know if it's accidental, but he always seems to fall on his side, and he looks like... He looks like a really poor shrimp or something. He's yeah, that's like, what mm-hmm. I was gonna
1: say. I was gonna say that's like a, a prawn. It's just like a prawn. Be... Yeah.
0: <laughs> but what's funny is I don't know if it's just luck. It's probably luck or intentional. But when we flip or if we throw Narwa, the the same plush, she almost always seems to like land in like a position where she's like sitting properly, and it's almost like the 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 like the bottle cap or the the water bottle. The bottle challenge. cap. So challenge, it, it yeah. lands. I'm like. What is with her? She's got power. I was like, "What's well, the magnetic power?" She knows how to control gravity. It's it's <laughs> funny. We have all this like lore going on in this house here. It's it's quite fun. Playing with toys is great, no matter how old you are. So it is. I encourage you all to to play. play I, I play. I play, play with creative. my
1: kid. My kid all the time as well. So yeah, I agree. But um, so Narwa,
0: what do you think about the? Then event we Narwa. go to
1: Narwa, and this is where Longsword I use long sword and. It was mostly because mm-hmm. I, I, always liked, uh, I always liked to, I always like to poke the the hornet's nest a little bit because I know that a lot of people love longsword and I just like poking fun at him, and, and people people always get upset. There, there were a couple of people who were upset in the comment section of that video because like, oh no no there was use, one
0: comment that you I ignored
1: ninety percent artillery and then you say the longsword It's like well of course. Wouldn't change I love the, the one fact comment that, if that said I used, if I used the longsword more, it would still be just as easy as using artillery.
0: Like we make an exception for the Camellios longsword was a comment that I adored. I thought that was funny.
1: Yeah. I, I th- that's my longsword mm-hmm. set. I haven't changed it like pretty much. I just used Camellios so good. longsword. It, it's very, very good. But uh, you know, it was one of those things where I just tell I just tell everyone, you guys want to bet I'll do it first try with the longsword? And I did. I did do it first try. I did cart once. And people was accusing me of like, oh, you changed the rules. You weren't supposed to guard. It's like, well, the longsword is not my main weapon. It it's not come. my main weapon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't care. <laughs> I just wanted to kill it. But um, it's like, look, guys. At the end of the day, I just want to make sure that people understand. I don't care if you play longsword. Look, one of my best. It's a friends, joke, guys. We're just having. One fun. of my best friends plays longsword. Okay, and it's just like you don't have to feel bad for playing longsword. You don't have to feel bad. You play longsword. Yeah, unit plays Longsword. Nobody has to feel bad because in my it, I think that in my opinion it's an overpowered weapon. It happens all the time. There's always like weapons that are there's some balance problems there. It's whatever. But, you know, the <laughs> I had always made fun of I, I think at one point I also made a little bit fun of it by saying, "Man, I wish my stake had the reach of a helmbreaker because I can like land <laughs> Helmbreakers <laughs> from across the map." <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, so Narwa, uh, Narwa is still mostly a um, an artillery fight. You know, there's uh, there's yeah. a lot of artillery stuff Cannons. that you're supposed to use, and very much like Ibushi, I went in there again afterwards with like gunlance to try it out, and it was the same situation that I was in before, which is like you're always setting up for um, the ground splitter, and then you're constantly having to sheet because you have to move away, and it's just like a very frustrating experience. So, yeah. because of the fact that Ibushi was dealing so much damage in my other set, which had like, you know, like we were saying, the Hunter's Boots and whatnot, which are, you know, they're good pieces in terms of skills, but they're bad pieces in terms of actual armor values. I was like, let's bring in uh, my other Sword and Shield set, which uh, uses uh, the Dragon Heart set. So the Cruiser yeah, Strikes. Good. So it's that five hundred six gives... defense. Gives so much defense and elemental defense and it's like all kinds of defense that made it like super easy. I mean, it still took me a long time because I'm not as practiced at Narwa as you are, but uh it was it was a good hunt. It was pretty fun. And the first time that I did it with a longsword, that was funny because I completely whiffed the, <laughs> the Dragonator. <laughs> Because <laughs> like I landed the I, I landed the splitting wyvern shot and immediately after I go towards the dragon and I'm like oh she's in position oh no she moved with <sharp inhale> <Whiff. laughs> but so, it's who it's, it? it's a I good think, I, I'll
0: give a sh- I'll give a shout out to a longtime follower but I think it was Joey Nader but uh he he commented on my video because I did a video where I sh- I put some footage of me and Yuna fighting against Narwa when I was complaining about Fatalis and like when she curls up in the ball and she's doing her bully thing. The Dragonator is really long in that hunt. Like, it'll hit her will on it the other end of... Oh, yeah. It'll hit oh, her on nice. the, almost almost at the exact very end. The only thing that is required is that she's somewhere in the middle of the arena. Like, if she's on the far left or right, you'll miss her. Yeah. She can be all the way back I you will know, reach her. It doesn't matter. So Damn. The idea is to just use it once it unlocks, and it'll go straight into the cannon phase. So you could just jump up on the cannons and blast her down. It's nice. Yeah. She's a. F- I don't know if... I have to go back and see if the regular hunt did this, but one thing that me and, no- me and Yuna noticed immediately, and I don't know if it's because the hunt was longer, um, because that hunt usually ends really fast, is they mix two songs in that hunt. We noticed they used the vocal track, and then they switched to the orchestrated track, and then they switched back to the vocal track. And they actually make use of both of them, and I don't know if that was intentional for this hunt because... It's longer, which means it's gonna feel like it's being looped. And so like they it switches over. I thought that was a really nice touch. I don't know if they did that for the regular hunt. But if not, then like perhaps to the sound designer because I thought that was a smart choice.
1: Yeah, it might it might have just been because of the fact that it is a longer hunt. And one of the things that I initially didn't even notice it when I beat her with the longsword, you actually get to kill her. She doesn't go into the hole. Yeah, which which I kind of was. <laughs> you want to know another She's funny lighter. thing? Wait, another funny thing happened with the. Whole, I wasn't even trying to just chop the tail. <laughs> I wasn't even trying. It's <laughs> like all of a sudden I'm just like, ching, tail comes off, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I I, I almost forgot I with longsword, that. that's the way it goes. <laughs> like the tails, they just like spin off. Dude, I oh yeah, like
0: and, they, and they they literally spin off. off. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> longsword will do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a fun... And the Ibushi Hunt, uh, just for those who may have been putting off these hunts, the Ibushi Hunt was awesome because it provides Kimura tickets in the rewards. Not So not only is it finally a way where you can farm him because his weapons are great. I actually did a showcase video on his weapons. They're really good, um, and I like them a lot. But you can you get Kimura tickets as a reward. All right. so you only no used longer, to get
1: it in, like, Rampages and stuff, right?
0: Well, you had to do, like, was it 20 quest or something like village quest or rampage and not yeah. rampage but like village quest you had to do like oh, yeah, 20 village in a row quests. It was like really grindy and i can't believe Rand was able to make all the origami axes with all that grinding but yikes <laughs> um but the like it, it allows you because think. the commerce stuff is really cool armor and fun weapons so if you don't have tickets that's a good way and then the narwha one gives the guild tickets which you normally get from like i think i want to say you get them from like the cat at the dojo if you use it a lot I think it alternates between guild tickets and acorns, but uh, I could be wrong.
1: I completely forget because, you know, I farmed that stuff to craft whatever I want. And you get
0: Lazarites just... and all that stuff and Rampage tickets. So, like, there it's good rewards. Um, yeah. So I think it's a, you're incentivized to try it out. The question yeah. is, what are we getting this week?
1: I've, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. well, like I said. What me and Yuna <laughs> really
0: want is we want an advanced you all want mother the we want, super, we want the that we yeah. want the tag advanced which really denotes that this is like a pseudo G, you know master rank like it's going to be tough as nails we want that that's going to keep us busy for a month at least
1: i i hope you get it but honestly i have no idea I'm, i might again like i said i might just wait for whatever they put out to have like three more quests and then yeah, yeah. Do another life it's a good way to do, do it once.
0: we did that once yeah. so it was fun
1: it's more fun than to me at least to me it's more fun than just doing the same quest over and over and over and over because i i tend to get bored if i'm just doing the same quest over and over i get i get that with two players can be more interesting because you're like you're focusing on different strategies and doing different things but i'm mostly soloing these days so it's it's whatever but yeah I, I i thought it was uh i thought that these particular three events were pretty good um yeah like some some of the some of the earlier ones before these were a little bit easier. Like I th- wasn't there one that involved like an Apex Rathalos. Oh, yeah, Apex Rathalos and Apex Wrath. That one was yeah, mega that was fun.
0: Easy.
1: But it was mega easy. They never called each other. It was like yeah. oh Oof. yeah, I <laughs> thought
0: they would be more like the hypers, you know, on top of each other. So yeah. I think the last three were were really strong, and I think like yeah. like good event quests. So. Hopefully Capcom sees how happy people are, and they go, "Okay, that's what we need to be doing." We need we need more hard
1: uh, stuff. Give, hit them with the hard yeah. stuff.
0: No, yeah, we can we can. Not abolish- on the
1: level of like not on the level of like uh, super fatalis for stories too. Apparently, because that's, well, that's like not dialing. even hard. It's
0: just <laughs> a, there's a difference between challenge and a DPS check or a level check. There's a difference, right? Yeah. It's a turn based game that is like basically rock, paper, scissors. So I get it. It's tough to make a challenging hunt, but still. So
1: for the next. Oh, we but have...
0: good news for stories too, though, really fast before we get to community Go questions is Silver Rathalos and Golden Rathian are coming, I think, tomorrow or they could be out by the time the podcast is. They're coming this month, October, isn't end of October. It, and they look uh, isn't it really usually
1: cool. on Thursdays?
0: yeah so i think it's it's like in a day or two so i'm really excited for those two. Oh
1: yeah thursday for you is tomorrow yeah <laughs> watch what they're
0: well, watch what they're gonna do they're gonna make it yeah. so like when you kill them you get like two million experience points or something stupid like that so that you can go grind like, this them for this fatalis. is how you do the fatalis. i'm like first you, you come
1: grind them. these then you can go do fatalities. i yeah.
0: wouldn't you know what i wouldn't doubt it if that's <laughs> but they look really cool so i do want to get them uh yeah. so i'm looking forward to that but Moan Tigrex, man, that was that just made my day. Like, so I'm I'm happy. Rise could or Stories Two could just be finished now, and I'd be I'd be ecstatic. That was such a good hunt, and I love the monster. And it's got a slight variation. I won't spill it for you, but it's got a variation on its kinship attack than the regular uh, Tigrexes. So check it out. It's it's quite fun.
1: The the one monster that I would like to have in Stories Two that I don't have is Volstrex, because. Volstrax really raised up on my list of like monsters that I really really like with uh with Rise I just really really started liking Volstrax so it's like right now I don't really have like a big most favorite monster I have like two monsters I really like Seething Basil Goose and Crimson Volstrax I just really love those two so that's one that I would have liked to have in um in stories too but um as, as i was saying it's like we have a lot of community questions and i would like to address one thing first a lot of people sent in questions about elden ring i don't know if you plan on doing the uh network test that they're doing or not
0: i applied for it yeah so because i figured like, i figured i'm in japan how many people on xbox are applying in japan yeah probably to not to get many. in on it so my chances of getting in on it is probably much higher yeah you know and i actually went through the trouble of finding out what my my uh what was it that, that was a pain in the ass the um what was it uh, ah the word that the what like Band what version of the dhs cam- is it is it oh. open or closed or oh, strict not, or,
1: or something like that
0: your nat yeah luckily yeah. the xbox has a way you could just says check my nat and it tells you so it was very easy to find out interesting um, i didn't, I didn't have that to
1: that. i didn't have to respond to any of that
0: Oh yeah, they they asked that in the questionnaire. They said, "What is your not, net? Is it open, strict, or whatever?" Not for me.
1: Not for Europe. Wow. To to.
0: Okay. Wow. So the Japanese uh, survey was different then.
1: Yeah. Interesting. But um, basically, guys, in in regards to Elden Ring, I figured that because I I imagined that both me and Gaijin were going to apply to do the network test, I think it'd make a lot more sense for us to talk about Elden Ring after after we get to try it. We get the if we get the try, it, and even if we don't get the try, try, at it. least we'll. We'll will we'll at least it. be able to see gameplay from other people that do get to try it and then we'll have more stuff to talk about. So yeah. that's why if you sent in an Elden Ring uh question, we're not gonna answer it today, but we'll talk about Elden Ring once we know more about, you know, the the test one One thing that I guess yeah. I could ask you is how hyped are you for Elden Ring, which I imagine is a whole lot.
0: A whole lot, yeah. To the point <laughs> yeah. that I'm actually I'm actually okay with going in a Almost semi blind. I like I don't mind spoilers for this games, and I play Dark Souls with walkthroughs. I'm just that type of guy. That's how I enjoy Dark Souls uh games. Um I don't like the fumbling in the dark aspect, even though I know that is like the cocaine I'm the hit exact for many people. Like, they love it. I know, right? But it's kinda cool that like you can approach it in either way yeah. and it all depends on the person, but I love knowing what to do. Um because the fact of just the act of doing the stuff in the game is so fun for me. That and I get frustrated easily. I think it's because I have limited time. Uh, yeah. I'm a father. and I don't want to get lost for two hours and feel like I didn't progress that day. I want to know what goal I'm going for. So I get great enjoyment. So I haven't really been keeping up with a bunch of the news just because what's the point of hyping myself for it when it's not out yet? And so I, I just know I'm going to play it and love it. So I'm just kind of just, uh, I'm not monitoring it right now. I did see that it was delayed a little bit. Yeah, it, fine.
1: It, it got like a one month delay, but it's—I don't think that's a big deal. Take
0: what you need. Who knows? It's yeah. a big deal. Um, but um, it, so yeah, it hopefully is... we get in on the network test.
1: It does mess a when little they... bit with um, with Forbidden West, which they... comes out on the same month.
0: <laughs> Forbidden West. What what game is that?
1: Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden West.
0: Oh, for some reason, I had the Wild Wild West, like Will Smith movie <laughs> from like the nineties in my head. That's so weird.
1: But like um the to me it's like I'm super pumped about Elden Ring hands down and I am pumped to the point where if I wasn't, you know, obviously creating content and having to report on it, I would not touch uh, a network test. I wouldn't even look at news. I wouldn't even look at trailers. That that's the way that I would consume Elden Ring. I'd be like, I don't care. Just tell me when it's out. I'll go buy it and then I'll yeah. play it. That'd be the 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 way that I do it. But obviously, you know, having the channel. So I just checked I do wanna I don't
0: know if it's the same globally, but in the Japanese page they said that they'll be announcing who got in on November eighth, Monday here in Japan, which is Sunday for the West, which sounds really weird. So maybe we're on a completely different schedule than the West. I don't know. Uh I believe
1: that they they actually even had like different time slots which were going to be the tests, which yeah, for for the Oh yeah, we only we only they got gave one us, like, different Japan. time slots. There's a bunch of them. There's, like, I don't know, six or seven different time slots. Oh, wow. Of like, I think it's, like, two-hour time slots, something like that. Um, so, yeah, we'll, did you, we'll see did, that did, Does
0: it have the same thing where you have to, like, create an account and they've got a page and questionnaires have, and then you, you log had in to, to create, find out?
1: You have to create, like, a Bandai Namco account or something like that. Uh, and, yeah, in order to sign up for the beta test. And then I think you have to... As- I think you might have to even create a band dynamic account and associate it with like your console or something. I don't know. It it might have been that uh, that might have been some other time because, you know, all of these start getting confused in my mind between the Bloodborne network test, the yeah. Dark Souls three network test. The, it's all the same thing, pretty much. You go in there, you sign up. Sometimes they link your uh, console account. I think this one actually just asked you which platform you wanted to, So it might have not linked the account. Interesting. Yeah, you did need it like. Yeah. A so BAM I'm
0: I'm hyped and. Hey, I got to say, though, Xbox, yeah, it doesn't do well in Japan, but it just recently hit. The Series S and X just hit 100,000 units sold in Japan. I believe that... that took, took Xbox One three years to do that.
1: Yeah, I, I believe that the Series S is very popular there because of the form factor, because it's a small console, and yeah, it enables I people availability. to do cloud gaming. It's available and yeah, enables and people it's, to do cloud it's available. gaming. And you guys have, like... Friggin gigabit. In- awesome ether- internet. Like gigabit ethernet anywhere. Like you'll go to the subway, you'll turn on Wi-Fi, and it's like gigabit ethernet. You'll be like on yeah. like the, some, the, one of the darkest alleys in, in Tokyo or something like that. And you're like, yeah, gigabit ethernet. Internet. No problems? (laughs) Like, what,
0: dude? (laughs) I I would say, yeah, 100,000 units is still very small, and it's not big, but it's better than last gen, which is a promising good sign. So I'm happy to see that.
1: And again, I think it's good. The the more these two consoles, like, the better both of them are doing, the better it is for the industry because they keep competing against one another. So that's a good thing. So one of the first questions that I wanted to bring up from the community, this is from a username, just R. And again, if if I... If I call out your name, it doesn't mean that I took all of your questions. It means I picked a question. So in this case, I he brought up the topic of Monster Hunter burnout. He wanted us to talk about Monster Hunter burnout. And it's like, I wouldn't consider being burned out on Monster Hunter you know, because I, I take a break before I get to the burnout phase, and then, you know, I just come back, like, whenever I feel like it. Like I said, you know, there's three events. I'm going to go stream Monster Hunter this weekend, and I stream Monster Hunter. Like, I never really get to that phase where I get a burnout. I don't, I don't know about you, at, at least with, with Monster Hunter. I've gotten burnout, I feel like, on other games, but mostly mostly at some MMOs. I guess I got a little bit burned out in Souls in the past because there was a time... Where all of the content that I was doing was just like playing Dark Souls. And then I got burned out, which is when I learned this. Like, I really shouldn't do this. This is not a good idea to just like play the same game over and over and over and over and over and yeah.
0: over. Yeah. Well, so, to- this, this, I'm going to, oh, I'm going to give dude. you, I'm going to give you a shout out here. Um, but if you, if you guys have not watched your interview with Hey Jay about his Dark Souls oh, yeah, experience, yeah, 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 yeah. that was a really good video. And you're a really good interviewer. And, um, well, you, you guys you. brought up a point there, which was, how you experience a game when you're streaming it versus not streaming it, which I found yeah. fascinating because I'm not a streamer, but it also reminds me why I'm actually happy I'm not a streamer because <laughs> I don't have any obligations to play the game, nor could I because of my my life situation. So it's like I only play when I want to. I don't play because it's like on the schedule. So I think burnout happens much more frequently when it's part of your scheduled content. Yes. It's the same with any job. Um, also, you know, when I'm done, I just stop and I usually can easily find another game to go crazy on it. I used to though, get semi burnout though. And the reason for that was because the Western releases for monster hunter used to come like a year later. So I would play the Japanese version to death and I'd be in love with it. I would have the advantage of, I would have all the info on day one because I had played it for a year, which was great. But it also means that I have to go play the game again when it comes out in English. Yes. And so, like, Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter what is it? Uh, I burnt out really hard when Double Cross and Generations Ultimate came out. Because that, as a game, I still don't think it was designed for a G-rank expansion. So I think they just they added too much and they just bloated everything. Um, it's a fabulous game. But at the time, I would, people didn't have to understand, I would just came off completing Monster Hunter Cross, completing Monster Hunter Generations, completing Monster Hunter Double Cross, and now playing Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. I'm playing the same game four times in a row over the last two years. So, like, yeah, I was a little burnt out. So I'm like, you want me to do 15 levels of a Deviant? Go screw yourself. I'm not yeah. doing that. Yeah. So, um, you know, burnout happens, but I think as a non-streamer, it's easier to avoid because I know if I feel like it's it's a chore to play, then I just don't play it that day. Luckily, there's so many chases now that, you know, lots of other stuff to do.
1: Which is one of the things that makes me wonder, because, I mean, obviously this is um, a viewer, and he's asking us about Burnout, and I'm just like, I kind of almost feel like that is something that just shouldn't happen to most viewers, because you should be able to see, at least this is the way that I look at games, you should be able to tell whether or not a certain game is being fun for you. Because ultimately, that is the objective of, at least to, for me, that is the objective of gaming. It's like it's it's escapism. You're basically going into a virtual world yeah. to have a good time. And if you are going into that virtual world and you feel compelled to go in there, but then you're not having a good time, then you should probably just go look for another virtual yeah. world. That's that's the, the, the advantage I, of games. You yeah. just look for another one and then you dive in the and phrasing... you go back to the other one when it's fun.
0: Yeah, the phrasing I like to use because I think it's important to, to place it on a positive is that you're at a party and it's a really fun party. And there comes a point where not everyone says, Okay, I think the party's over, let's t- it's time to go home. No one not everybody in the room comes yeah. to that conclusion at the same exact time. The party has ended for you. You've had your fill and you're you're satisfied. And I think once you get to the point where you're full and then you start eating more, that's eating's another good analogy. Yeah. Um. you start not feeling very good. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if I wanted that last piece of cake. God dang. You know, it's like you, you, when the party's over, it's recognize it, leave the party and enjoy it for what it was worth. Because it doesn't mean that you don't love it less. It doesn't mean that the game is not as good. It just means that for what, because there's external factors as well in play that people don't realize. Like if you don't play a specific entry in a series longer than you played the previous one, they're, it's not just because of the game. There's external factors like your mindset in life, things that are going on in your life. There's other things that affect you emotionally and mentally of like, am I feeling this? Do I want to play this for a thousand hours? Or am I happy with a hundred? So just listen to your, your, your heart, your head, your body. And if the party's over, put it down and say, man, I had a good time. And maybe I'll come back. Maybe I won't.
1: Yeah. I
0: feel bad for those who don't have like the budget or the financial means to get another game that i feel bad for and i i can sympathize with that and i could see where it's like i don't have anything else to play and it's frustrating because i i feel burnt out and the problem is if you play during burnout one of two things generally happens one you start to resent the game yep um which is bad and that's just because you're forcing it on yourself it's like if i forced you to eat the same food every single day three times a day eventually you're going to say i don't want to eat it it's not good it, it's bland it's boring or something right and and two or you just mentally you just gonna destroy yourself. So, anyway, that's that's my thoughts on the and subject.
1: It's, it's like listen, if you you know if you are burned out on whatever game you happen to be playing and you happen to have a PC. Did you know that the critically acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV has a free trial and includes the entirety of A Realm Reborn and the award-winning Heavensward expansion up to level 60 with no restrictions on playtime? Sign up and enjoy yours yet today. today. Does it actually, feature Dante
0: from the critically acclaimed series Devil May Cry?
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like... <laughs> It was like I actually I actually did a Final Fantasy XIV video and I had to like research what the exact meme phrase was, so I have a document with it
0: here. Oh, that like, is so funny. Well, you nailed it, time. man. You nailed it. That's a good t- that's a that's a better sales pitch than I've heard than in a long time. If you burn out a monster hunter, go try FF F fourteen.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, but um, in in all honesty, like I, I do hope that people have another game that they can fall back to, or maybe just like play an older game or something like that. Because you know, I never, I never look at Monster Hunter as a game that I'm always going to play Monster Hunter because they're always going to make new ones. But I never look at Monster Hunter as a game that it's like I'm going to play this until it's it's almost like you know, imagine it's a car. I'm going to drive this car until the wheels fall off. It's like no.
0: hopefully yeah. i'll it's stop like, driving I'm not, the car. i'm not actively playing any monster right now like i yeah. play them once or twice a week but i'm not actively daily playing it i'm i've got my other gig going on yeah. now so. so
1: so basically the way me and and deal with burnout is we just don't we don't get burnout because we just play other things that's that's kind of yeah the way it goes and, and and on the topic that you were saying about uh streamer burnout that is one of the problems of the streamers and just like content creators in general that tie themselves down to one video game because like you've seen a lot of people like going down some really deep rabbit holes with minecraft for instance where they they don't want to keep doing minecraft videos but they have to because that's the only thing that the youtube algorithm will you know will show yeah. to their audience and they they have to keep doing it until and some creators actually got to a point where it's like i just don't want to create content anymore i'm done and they just stop yeah right
0: and, it's you like know, my careers get rid of it. I'm sick it's, of it.
1: So so it's like that's one of the reasons why I do multiple games. It's not as successful, but at least I you know I I kind of feel like I gain a little bit in mental stability because hey whatever now yeah. I'll make some videos about 14. Then I'll make some videos about Dark Souls. Then I'll make some videos about Monster Hunter. i say like I
0: it'll never happen probably, but like if I was ever a full time YouTuber because I just do it as a hobby like literally. I sacrifice sleep or family time to make videos. It's just a hobby for me. Um, but if I was to do, become a full-time YouTuber, I wouldn't be just a monster on your channel. I would rebrand, but I'd be like, I don't know, like Japanese gamer Japanese or something. Games. Like, I don't know, Japan <laughs> gamer or something. I would start covering, I would find a niche that I could. provide. gamer. You value? Gaijin gaming. Yeah, like I would <laughs> I'd provide some, you know, insight that maybe other content creators can't do like because i'm in japan and i speak japanese yeah. but i wouldn't just do monster Hunter. oh my god no that would be yeah. horrific
1: and um, and yeah the the like you were talking earlier about the interview that i did with uh, hey j the reason i did it is because uh, for those of you that aren't aware hey j recently finished dark souls and he said he finished the game and he felt nothing and th- i'm not saying that this this is something where i'm 100 correct like I didn't go into the interview with the objective like I need to identify exactly at which point what exactly caused this problem for you. Is like the conclusion that I reached, which may or may not be the case, was because
0: I actually agree. Yeah, I agree with I, you. On I your felt conclusion.
1: I felt the same emotions that he is saying sometimes when I was playing Dark Souls, which is like I just want to be done. I just want this this particular playthrough to be over so that i can go work on something else i just want to be done with it and i kind of feel like that is the state that he was in and yeah that's something that i feel. like your recommendation of trying
0: bloodborne next i actually yeah if hey j is watching this like i (laughs) completely agree that bloodborne would be the best next game to try however do you think trying bloodborne before dark souls 3 would hurt the experience of dark souls 3 or would it be a nice return to something a little bit more slower right that's I, how I, I, I got it be, into it through Bloodborne, and then I did Dark Souls Three, and I liked. That's it. That's what I was
1: trying to influence him to do. I was trying to be like, "No, dude, just listen. Just just think about Dark Souls Three later. Just do Bloodborne now. That that's the way to go about it."
0: <laughs> what a gem of a game! Yeah, Bloodborne is. So, yeah. I was, you were like asking him to go like really far. I was thinking if he gets as far as Rom, like I think he's good. Like he'll know he, if he likes the game. Like,
1: or not. I'm not. I sure think if, if you I, get I don't past, know, I don't know if you, I don't know if, if you get watch past this. Father. No, but it's if you like, get past
0: I, father, I think you know if you're hooked or not.
1: I, I don't know if you'll watch this, but like the one of the reasons why I put Amadala as the as the pledge is because Amadala is optional. <laughs> I,
0: you're so mean. You're such a troll. I was gonna say because you don't have to go through that word. You're such a
1: exactly. Troll. You don't have to do Amadala. Yeah. You, <laughs> so you he have could, to get to it He could, uh, miss uh, it and he could be like he could be like looking for it and not find it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is that, no, is I would actually say Father but what's his but name like, I mean like Gaskell, think of it though is that name? not is that not a really cool pledge where he goes up and he's just like I pledge to at the very least do have my doll <laughs> he's like what the hell I played 80% of this game and I still haven't found gotcha. <laughs> No, but his, his chat, gotcha. his chat guides him when he's a little bit too, too lost. So I'm sure they'd point him in the right direction to go to Amidala. So it's not, it's like they were guiding him more at the end of dark souls to kind of point him in the right direction. So I'm sure they do the same thing for Amidala. It wouldn't be that bad, but <laughs> in a way, when I thought about that, I was just like, this boss is optional. This would be a fun pledge.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah. Fun thing, um, yeah.
1: That's the, the story of that. So I have another question here from Robert Shepard. Um, and he asked us, which was our favorite weapon guide to make? And I'm going to let you think about that for a bit because you probably have to. For me, it's super easy. My favorite guide to make was 100% the Gunlance guide because I just, I just love Gunlance. But I figured, you know, I, I, I'd talk about a couple more things in regards to weapon guides. And I would say that one of the ones that I enjoyed a lot doing that maybe I wasn't expecting was the switch axe one. Cause switch axe is just a really fun weapon and rise. It's an amazing weapon in rise. So that one was also a really fun one. And I figured that as a bonus, I tell you which guide I hated to make. And it was the Lance. I hated making <laughs> the Lance guide more than I hated doing the longsword one. It's not even because it was hard. It's just because I legit hate what they did to Lance and rise. I think it's terrible. I'm sorry. I I know that there's some people that like it. Some people have told me, Ruricon, you don't have to do the sweep in Lance. It's not intended. It's like, yeah, but still, I don't even want it there. (laughs) It's like, you know, it's, it's almost like, well, I could put like, I don't know. I could put this jar of honey over here, right? Wait, no, this is out of frame. Let's say I could put this jar of honey over here. And it's like, well, okay, but I don't like it there. Even if it wasn't blocking my view, I still don't like it there. I don't want it. I don't want that. I don't want that charged wide sweep. Make it go away.
0: (laughs) So my answer is going to probably be different than what you think I might be saying. My favorite guide, we're talking about. I think we're talking about Rise, right?
1: Yeah, Rise, Monster of Rise.
0: My favorite guide was.
1: the light bulb. The
0: roots, the roots for mining. Oh, forget for for the Zeny roots.
1: Oh yeah. Because there's so
0: are... many ways. There's so many ways to do a, a run through a map, within what was it four minutes before stuff recharges. There's many different ways you can do it, right? Like everyone's yeah. got better methods, faster methods, more efficient methods. But the fun of like I literally got out pencil and paper and I was like rooting out plans, like and like coming up with stuff and. I was trying and I was timing stuff out, and the thing is, as I'm testing, I'm actually getting materials, which is fantastic. Um, but it was really fun trying to say, okay, I'm going to do what most people aren't going to do, is I'm going to approach it with the idea of, I want something easily recreatable. I want a route that is efficient enough, but is not requiring you to be a technical user of the wire bug. It's going to have some flex room of like 20 seconds. So if you're, you're a little slow or if you get hit into a okay. wall, you forget the dash. Not like, I went through all that.
1: Listen, not a technical user of the wirebug. Well, let me tell you about your second video that you made for those roots, sir. Oh, let me just like shoot up this this friggin uh, pyramid I, three times. I, I
0: prefaced it.
1: That was terrible. I couldn't even no. do it, dude.
0: <laughs> I prefaced that I one. I, so I said I said the other one was Perfectly fine. But if you want a slightly more advanced, you know, something that because the problem with like routes that are very easy is sometimes they can get a little boring. And so I was looking for a route that was also super efficient, but was also very engaging, like control wise. And that was like, that was the challenge for that. So those two videos were actually the most fun I had. And I think I feel that I contributed the most to the community with those. Because everyone had so many good weapon guides out there. I didn't even get to most of them because this time I decided to just prioritize playing with Yuna than making content. Um, which probably made me my channel suffer. But whatever. It was it was the right choice. And everyone yeah. has agreed with me on that. I 100% agree. But those videos. Those two videos. I really had a good time. Because um, it's just something. I like the grind. And I like helping people out. And there's so many different routes. It's like what's the right answer? There is none. So how yeah, do I come up with right my answer. take on it? And I, I really like the run I came up with. I'm sure other people came up with the exact same route if they did it themselves. Uh, you know, like little markers. Like, okay, when you see the shrub, this is where you go. I mean, everyone's like, oh, you know you can triple jump across that, that ditch or whatever. Like, I actually found a way to do without oh, yeah, using I'd... gun lance or anything. I could do it with two wire bugs. I don't need three. I yeah, found a I, way to I get I optimized... across there.
1: I optimized that run by just like triple jumping yeah. across everything. Yeah, you could totally But that's the fun, that right? Fun. I yeah.
0: wanted to give something that wasn't optimized because I want people to have fun doing that. But it was easy enough that anybody could have done it. So I I loved that video. That was so much fun to make.
1: The 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 second route, I'll tell you right now, I struggled with it a lot because of uh, the that was way a tough one, isn't it? The way that you use the wirebug was a way that I had never used the wirebug, which was to actually <laughs> manually aim When you get to the top of manually aim in that direction, I was like, no, dude, I always just like press X forward or something like that. I never manually aim up. Who manually aims their wire bugs up? This is the weirdest thing ever. But, you know, I I got it. it I I usually
0: manually aim almost always, even though I know the recharge and the bug is slightly slower.
1: But it it does give great freedom. The interesting thing is that I don't remember exactly how I did it, but eventually I was able to do it without manually aiming up. I was able to do nice. that route without manually aiming up. I did some other technique with the wire bug. I don't remember what it was.
0: It's like but, a Ninja yeah. Warrior route, though. It's fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it was cool. Although I messed it up. Because like usually I'd be like watching a video or something or like some Netflix.
0: And I'd be like, <laughs> okay, here's the
1: part where I got to pay attention. Oops, I messed what it you, up. And now it's do? not optimal. I hate this. I hate this route. Yeah. <laughs> And, and the thing was, you had, like, a time limit on it, too, because otherwise it would, like, um, yeah, it, was, it would trigger, like, the reset and you would lose the thing. So you'd have to do it under five minutes or whatever it was, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I gave some comfort room in there and room for optimization, but it was still a lot t- – it was a more tighter route than the first tight, video. Yeah. But, I, but I'll tell people you what. I don't realize, like, if you play a lot of weapons, everyone's like, oh, no problem with Zenny. I've got millions. I'm like, yeah, you probably don't play all 14 weapons. Yeah. You did you wouldn't have a lot of zenny, cuz trust me man stuff co- when you make all 14 narwhal weapons all 14 ibushi weapons all and, and 14 it it costs a lot
1: and it's not even just that because like some people play the game in different ways like one of the things that i like to do is to craft as many gun lenses as i possibly can even if they're not the ones that i'm using and that let me tell you requires a lot of freaking zenny. in case you guys weren't aware well then that you get someone like yuna she's
0: She's sitting there. She's like, I'm out of Zenny, so I have to do something. And I'm looking over. I'm like, you have 1,800 narwhal hides. Sell some of them. She's like, no. See, I, I have the same the-
1: problem. I have the exact same problem unit as I'm a hoarder. Like, I'll hoard everything, even if I... Like, dude, you have any idea how many, like, uh, flakes from Kulv to Roth I have in Monster Hunt? It's ridiculous. You go to my PlayStation account, there's so many of those. So many. When I first started selling them, I had well over a thousand of, like, every material except maybe the orbs of Kulv to Roth, which was ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she's sitting on, like, 105 Narwhal orbs. I'm just like, sheesh. Just sell them, get rid of them, recycle yeah, those, them.
1: those videos were really, really good. So um, next up, next uh, this this is a a question that came from two people that asked kind of the same thing, which was uh, Vargo Byron and, and Kenneth Castillo. And the idea behind this is that uh, we saw a lot of moves returning from Generations Ultimate to Monster Rise. And so they were asking which other moves would we like to see make a return from GU to potentially Sunbreak? And I have two moves that I can instantly think of. And you can almost guess the first one. Blast I mean, Dash. No, I mean, Blast Dash is already there, right? I'm talking about like stuff that isn't there because we already have Blast Dash and Rise. So one of my favorite moves, actually, now that I think about it, I can think of three moves instantly so one of my favorite moves double a flare double a flare in the gunlance is just glorious your dude just like whips up the gunlance reloads it full bursts into the air and then reloads again and wyvern fires into the air it's glorious it's one of the flashiest moves in the whole game And it's just a damn shame that in GU that move does no damage unless the monster is flying, at which point it also does no damage, but has high potential to trip the monster and make it fall down. So, that would be move number one. Move number two, I don't actually know what the name of it is, but it's the big nuclear explosion that the gunlance can do. I don't remember the name of that thing, but it's basically something where you just like charge up and just (laughs) this big explosion with the gun lens. It's like a super wyvern fire. And then the other one is actually for a weapon that I don't even play in GU, but it is such a cool move that every time I would see my friend do it, I'd be like, that's a badass move. Cause like my friend would go up to a monster and he'd be like, Hey, you guys want to see how I chop a tail? And slap! The tail would come off every single time. Every single time. Can you imagine what move that is, Gaijin?
0: Is it the counter for longsword? No. No. I don't know.
1: It's the energy blade on charge blade. Uh. Dude, it's like... I don't know if he did a little bit of damage on the tail before, but it'd be like every single time my friend would go up to the monster and be like, hey, you want to see me chop a tail? Chop! The tail would come flying off instantly. Even in G rank, he'd go up and like, slink, it's gone. So for those of you who don't know what energy blade is, because maybe you haven't seen it in GU, it's basically your character sheeds the sword into the shield, and then a blade of light, like a lightsaber, comes out on the other end of the shield and then your character just does a movement, a very quick movement. It's, it's a super precise movement. This is why it's not overpowered. It doesn't have, like, massive reach or anything. has very small reach. But then it just goes, like, slice, a big slice with that laser sword. And it is glorious to see. So those would be three moves that I would instantly bring back. Double-A
0: flare, whatever the gunlance nuke is called,
1: and energy blade.
0: Interesting. So this is – sorry, I, I got distracted by something yeah. that popped up, but – GU, the,
1: this is GU moves, moves that, that, we'd that we would want to like see. to see in Sunbreak. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, the big flashy moves stuff that I was talking about. I mean, if you want flashy moves, it could be something simple like the Valor Longsword Parry, because I know that a lot of people like that. Parlor mode? <laughs> <laughs> hey that's a valid that's a valid thing gaijin wants prowler mode for sunbreak dude prowler I mode
0: i don't We. I, I don't think we'll get it but i it's my favorite weapon it's my best weapon yeah because
1: and and the thing is prowler mode just brings with it so many things when you think about it because i mean you got wrath of meow which was i loved wrath of meow in gu the little tank you get a little tank. doesn't even do that much but it's just fun you're riding around a little tank you got the, the the barrel dodge that I loved as well, which basically you would dodge through the monster that would drop like an explosive barrels. There's just so many abilities that you'd have with the Prowler. So, like, Prowler so is almost I'm gonna cheating. A
0: really, I'm going to give a really bad, cheap, cop-out answer. I assume they're going to add at least one uh, switch skill to each weapon, maybe two, three, who knows. I don't want them to come from generations ultimate. I want new ones. Yeah, I feel that they they chose some of the best ones already, or they adapted them. So I don't know. Uh, I can't think of anything one. I mean, the only one I really wanted back was the adept uh, counter dash for dual blades, and we have it. So like, yeah, I'm I'm a happy man. I'd be happy. So
1: hmm. okay.
0: Whatever they want to do, I'll be happy with it. <laughs> I'm a simp.
1: So I have another one here from Ivan Budiotama, Who asked us uh, for our thoughts on the preparation. There, there's He had like a, a big paragraph with a lot of questions, yeah. and I took two of those questions. Perfect. One of them is our thoughts on the preparation factor of Monsanto. I feel like this is something that I've talked about before where I feel – Like, I would like the series to go back to being more about preparation and less about just like, oh, I forgot, whatever, let me just go into the tent and get it real quick. Like, I don't care if there's like, you know, uh, less quality of life in the game, but it brings us back more of that preparation. It's like, I don't mind it terribly, the, the, the fact that in Rise we have all of this quality of life, but I still prefer the older way of doing things. Like the more be ready, you don't get to just like go to your tent and stack up on items that, you know, You don't, in this quest, you don't have 10, um, 10 large healing potions. You have a million because you have all these materials in your thing and there's like no consequence for you messing up essentially because you can always just go back and refill like I liked that aspect of the game. And I know that I'm just like, Ruricon, you're a boomer. You're an old man thinking about lost glory or whatever. But that's the way that I feel. I would like to see more preparation and maybe less arcade. And my chair has been making all kinds of noises today. I'm sorry. That's
0: crazy. I was gonna say, like, what what do you got going on over there? <laughs>
1: it's it's my chair. My chair's just like every time that I move, even in the slightest, it goes like
0: Eah!
1: It's like, you fat bastard, get up and move. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. So,
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm on a different end when it comes to item management. One, I, it, I'm i not so invested in it that I care either way. Um, but I think the bad point of item management was always that for those who just would forget or not get it, it would punish you actively. And that always sucked, right? Like, if you forgot cold drinks, my God, is it going to be hard to hunt because you have like no stamina and crap like that? I'm more curious whether or not they can find a way to balance it through. Like, for example, if you're taking the same medication, you it starts becoming less effective, right? What if they just balance it and say the more you down mega potions, the less you heal from them? So, yeah, you could stock up all you want. But, you know, item management is actually kind of something you want to. Do I really want to take a potion right now? Do I want to top off? Because in the long run, it's going to hurt me a little bit. That would be a cool idea, I think.
1: That would be really interesting. I completely agree. That'd be really cool because that incentivizes you to play better
0: because your consumables yeah, so are going to have prepping and it, it makes you play better. So it even it's, it even good. adds I um, for both.
1: It even adds a, an interesting element where you could consider potentially using uh, normal potions. So yeah, that you well, would the like. Long ones, cause you, so, so you'd use a normal potion, and then you would get like the worn down from the normal potion, and then you would save the big potions for the end, and only then start getting the diminishing returns from. Yeah, especially
0: for stuff like max potions, that would I think it'd be a good way to balance it. Max oh, yeah. potions are just like way too powerful, and if you could <laughs> just make a crap ton, like. Oh, but the mangadoras are hard to get. No, they're not. You just collect no, a not. bunch of them or you use the farm. <laughs> so, but if they made it so like, you know, it, it replenishes 100% of your health the first time or the first two times, then it does 75% or maybe it does 50. Yeah, because like 25.
1: when I went to do Super Rajang, that's what I did. I'm just like I'm take all the materials to make max potions and I'm just going to spam max potion. And and the way that I would go is like because I put Moxie um through the food skills right i'd put moxie and then um it was like okay so did it go below moxie max potion? did it go above moxie then mega potion that'd be the way that i would make the decision on that so yeah Yeah. yeah, i I would
0: say yeah bring it back so like the first 10 you're good but after that you start you start gaining degraded results or whatever i think that would be a cool way to balance off the game it's what about um
1: well, I guess that also kind of addresses like how you feel about cold potions and Actually no, it doesn't like would you still like to have cold potions and hot potions or would you rather not have
0: them? No. I'd rather not have them because it it only serves to have a negative. There's no positive to having them. It just says, "Hey, if you don't want to be cut off at the knees, you have to do this action." It's a maintenance item. And so like if it was a thing where it's like if you do it it gives you a slight advantage, if you don't do it then you don't get that advantage. Great. But if it's the thing that's saying, if you just want things to remain normal and not horrible, then don't forget it. It's like, but what see, we can you do without those, in my that's opinion?
1: A, that's a good point. It could work like that. You would actually gain an advantage by using a cold potion in the, in the environment.
0: That I would like. That, I think, would be a good idea. But I don't like the idea of, like, your stamina is going to be crap for the entire hunt because you didn't bring... You know a hot drink to a cold area like that just feels like you're just punishing people instead of rewarding and i always think it's a better game design to reward people for prepping than to punish them for not you know yeah.
1: but i think that is a good idea like to, you could potentially so like we could kind of like collate these two together and be like okay so you can refill items but items have diminishing returns until you cart after you cart it would reset the diminishing returns of the item i think that'd be fair or at least reduce them somewhat right or do you want to continuously punish people hey you carded that's too bad your potion still only heals for like half your health
0: (laughs) hey that's what it did in the that's what it did in the old game if you want potions, there's plenty of like well there you go you know there's there's other ways to naturally heal yourself like like people would actually start using the the escargots or whatever yeah they're awesome and they heal you big time
1: I agree with that. I agree with that. It's like, I was just wondering how far down the the, the thing you were willing to go, but yeah. No, that would be simple. That, that would be a a good, like a good middle ground for it would be like that. So you'd get diminishing returns on your items. You can stock up as much as you want, but you get diminishing returns on them. And uh, instead of punishing you for not bringing, you know, hot drinks or cold drinks or whatever preparation, this could be applied to like a million different things. Right. Uh, yeah, instead yeah. of you being punished for not bringing them you'd get buffs for actually bring you'd get rewarded for doing things it yeah it because be i mean that would be kind of different the idea, types right? of things because it could be like oh because it's warm and you've had a cold drink it actually gives you like i don't know health regen or something like that yeah or stamina like plus
0: 25 percent or something yeah like a cloth fly. yeah
1: Yeah, I think that would be a a good way of, you know, dealing with the preparation thing where you kind of still have the quality of life, but it's not necessarily like, Oh, I have infinite healing potions. I think that's a positive reinforcement.
0: Yeah. It just reminds me of how I, like when I was uh, doing game localization years and years ago, it's the idea of like, do you tell somebody, um, I'm sorry, you can't open this door because you need a key or do you tell them, hey, if you find a special key, you can open this door. You're saying the <laughs> exact same thing, but it's the way that you phrase it. It's the I think it's always better when players feel rewarded than feeling punished. Okay, The complete opposite of Dark Souls philosophy.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so we're kind of running very long time here. I do yeah. want to at least go through two more things. One more question from Ivan f- Budyutama, Bury- yep. which is, Rampage or Sieges which one do you like the most Like when I'm saying Sieges I'm talking stuff like you know Safi Roth. I think that's what they meant the Rampage versus the Sieges I guess we could also consider something like uh, Laoshan right that's kind of like a more siege type thing
0: yeah I mean, they're just so different that I don't feel right comparing them but if it's just personal preference hey which one do you like more because they're they're trying to do different things. I like sieges more personally.
1: Yeah. Um So, my answer to this question is more like. I think they need to do one hard rampage because otherwise it's always going to be siege.
0: We need to yeah. see one hard rampage. We don't know what a, we don't know what a hard this, rampage feels like.
1: Yeah, because this isn't being elitist, by the way, guys. Like seriously, it's like unless you're playing really really bad you're never going to see that gate being broken. If you're even just trying to kill the monster, you'll kill it before it breaks hey, the gate.
0: There, were, there was a Japanese YouTuber who all he did was go in there and set up villagers, and he never attacked any monster, and he won yeah. the fight against Ibushi. It's like... So it's like...
1: I think that Sunbreak would have to do like a super tough rampage so that we'd get an idea of what a challenging rampage is like before we can make that comparison. But yeah.
0: Yeah, and I almost feel like a... Harder Rampage might need to limit the amount of monsters that come through the gate. I think easier ones where it's just like a crowd, but if you have like Elder Dragons or tougher monsters coming through, I think three at once or four at once would be about the, maybe three at once would be the max. I don't know. We don't know because we haven't seen it. So I want to see it. (laughs) Show me a Hard Rampage. So um, this next one
1: was, what if there was a crossover between Dark Souls or Soul Sacrifice? And this was by Darkspin Neos. And this is the Soul Sacrifice question that I told you about. <laughs> so what if I was, was? Yes. Yeah, a crossover like what would you like to see in those crossovers? And I already pointed down a bunch of stuff that I would personally like to see. So from Dark Souls, it would be Calamite. Uh, I also always think about cleric beast when it comes to stuff like this from bloodborne. Cause I think that would also be a good match. I'm, th- I'm trying to think about monsters that would kind of like suit, you know, um, that would suit monsters. I, th- when- I was
0: thinking the dancer of borleo or whatever with the two blades. Cause I'm just thinking of like reward weapons that you can get.
1: Yeah, but it's like the dancer is, it's a humanoid enemy. You don't really fight a lot. Of, uh, sure. that, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking about stuff that would
0: be appropriate.
1: Uh, I mean, sure. If, if you think it'd be cool, but I, I just don't think it would be very thematic i see what you're you're saying and then the Uh, other one that i wrote which this one's kind of like to take a jab at uh certain dark souls fans and i have to kind of come in close to the camera god damn these chairs are making so much noise today i have to come close to the camera to really just like tease the crap out of people listen guys one monster that i would like to see them do in a dark souls crossover would be dark i know you're gonna say it would be Darky oh, no, to just know. to see if they would make a good fight
0: out of it. That would bring the bed of can. Kay- I would bring the bed of chaos. Oh, no. Dude, <laughs> not that I don't you even know want you No, know You know what I would do? I would want to have, what's his name that pisses everybody off in the first game? The, the one that locks you by the stairs with the two dogs. What the hell's his name? Uh, Caped Demon. <laughs> Yes, I will. Because you imagine, it, it, like Camper Demon, finally you'd be able to whoop his ass, like hardcore. I think Inter- that would be a fun one.
1: Interestingly enough, with you know, with us getting, um, God, what's his name? I forget his name. Dude, what is it with me and names? One? I keep forgetting. Ancient Leshen. I mean, I guess Ancient Leshen also makes sense, but I was thinking more about Gossarag. Gossarag. But with us getting those like yeah. bipedal monsters, you know, it could. Yeah, Capra Demon could kind of work, but uh, yeah.
0: or the gargoyles could be fun. Actually, you know what? I would even though they're humanoid, I would like to see those two—the uh, the fat guy with the hammer and
1: Or Ornst- you know, Smo and the Ornstein.
0: Yeah, just because they're so <laughs> iconic, right? Yeah, like really can amazing. you imagine if like you're if you have uh like uh Soler with you during that hunt, and the goal was like the sub objective was to keep him alive, like you have to keep the puke puke alive during the Leshen hunt. <laughs>
1: That would would be be fun.
0: Praise the sun, baby. That would be the whole thing.
1: So what about Soul Sacrifice? I thought of one from Soul Sacrifice. I think the one that makes the most sense would be Cerberus.
0: I was just about to say Cerberus, yeah. yeah. Because Cerberus, they actually put into Tokiden, I believe. I think he was a crossover DLC monster. And I think he works really good from both a story standpoint... And also, just a design standpoint, like he he embraces a lot of what Soul Sacrifice is. So I think, yeah, Cerberus would be a really good choice. There's a lot of monst- other monsters I would love to see. I would love to see what was it um, uh, the Urabos just to see Gunlancers cry because they can't keep up with them.
1: Oh, you're no, we can't. Oh. A, I mean, yeah, we we no. need to. they I mean, need we to, can like, work Ground Splitter, but yeah,
0: <laughs> we can we can get funny about stuff. But yeah, Cerberus would be a really good one because yeah. he's. He's aggressive, he's a monster, he's in your face, he's got a weapon you can earn. He's got parts to break. Like he's he's a good choice. But and then I
1: tall. but then I decided to get creative with this question. I was like, I'm going I'm going to give you a bonus Darkspine Neos. What about if the crossover was and this is actually a very very possible crossover. Dragon's Dogma Ooh. <laughs> See the first thing that came to my mind was instantly, I want the Erdragon. Dragon. Erd Dragon, dude, Erdragon Dragon be amazing.
0: With multiple hunters? Hell yeah. Yes. It could be a siege event. Yeah. Part breakers and you expose the weak spots and you exactly. break them. Exactly. Move on to the, yes, that would be nice. So the
1: Ur Dragon was the first one in terms of like a siege event. But then I was thinking, okay, what about a spectacle fight? Grigori. Get Grigori mm. in there. That'd be another really good monster. Grigori, you have that phase where you're flying, you could have like some kind of like special mounted phase on there. That'd be really cool as well. And then the other monster, yeah, that but I just... he
0: he would, he would show up so many of the other dragons, though. He's just so cool. He's got such yeah. a personality. Yeah,
1: Grigo- is really cool. So I I think the earth dragon might be a better one. But the other monster that I thought of, like out of all the other stuff that we fight, because I mean the thing is, when you're starting talking about dragons, Dogma, you are like, dude, I could literally name like half the monsters in that game, and it'd be amazing monsters yeah, yeah. monster. monster so I was thinking about one that would be unique, and I thought of the Hydra. You'd have like again like a special maybe mounting condition or something where you'd have to like mm. chop her head off or something. I think those would be amazing. Interesting. Is there one that or we could you
0: just would... have, or, or we could just have a Hello Kitty collaboration fight? This
1: <laughs> <What? laughs> Capcom own Hello Kitty or something like that? No. <laughs> it's like where did that come from? So out of left field.
0: We'll have peanuts. We'll, we'll kill Charlie Brown. <laughs> Ch- chop his head off. Damn. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I think it's the thing, like you're saying, it, there's so many monsters in these games that could be good that I think uh, anyone would probably work. But, um, yeah, that's. I, I don't have any additional really thoughts on it. Don't don't I'm trying hard not to think about soul sacrifice because, you know, I'm obsessed with it still. So, <laughs> yeah, so exactly. don't 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 I'm like a fiend. Like I sniffed. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I smell bacon. You know what I mean? <laughs> next question. Come on. Let's hurry up and get one more in.
1: Mm, mm, are you sure Do we have one more now? I mean, I have plenty more. We can get one more. So give, this next give, one, one more. This next one comes from Floor Bro MH, which I'm assuming is Monster Hunter and he wanted us to speculate on potential returning monsters for sunbreak. Now I have two speculations which I think one of them both of us agree on that's a valid speculation that I've already made for myself and uh a monster that I would just want to come but I'm not speculating that it will come. So number one, Lagiacrus. I think that's I think it's almost for sure we're going to get Lagiacrus.
0: I don't know. I don't think we're going to get it. Okay. Then no, the I'm other one. A believer.
1: The other one's Gore Magala.
0: Yep, I think that's yep. a, almost given at this point. And the we one that I Gormagala.
1: really want is Darren Moran, but we're not getting that. Yes,
0: yes, I really want that as well. I don't think we're getting it either. But I want, I want a big spectacle hunt. It could be a new monster. I don't care.
1: But what about monsters um, that you think are coming back?
0: I think there's too many that are like obvious, right? Like Zamtrios would be an obvious one, probably, because like his babies were. They're in the first game. Uh stuff like you know, Daimyo coming back is almost a shun because we have Shogun. I oh, can't yeah. imagine they don't bring back that crab. Uh especially now with the wire bug, we can maybe we can get behind him and hit him from behind. Uh so we're not you know, when he's guarding and stuff. I don't know. There could be some fun gameplay opportunities there. Uh Tetscabra because everyone wants it, and I can't believe Dude, they didn't bring it back yes. yet. I'm sure Tetsukabra! i sure they'd bring it back. Uh, let's see can't here. believe I didn't think of Tetsukabra. Seteggios, I'm Ocho. sure, would come back. Seteggios, I can't see, not coming back with bleeding and everything. With Good all the whole Steve. blood theme going on. Yeah, Steve coming back. Yeah, I don't know. Predictions are... I find that predictions are easier to do for Monster Hunter games. Because you can just look at the lineup and, and sort of guess... Which monsters are probably gonna be back. The, I do actually the one I think they're gonna bring back, and I may not be right, but I hope I am, is Najarala. Because I see the body frame and similar movements between uh Somnakanth and Najarala, with the whole like almost like a snakes. Yeah. You know, and also Bishatan. I would love to see, I like Najarala a lot and I would really like to see it back. So That and I want to see Celtus Queen back. I think they'll do it. I think they're going to give us the bugs and the Dude, if they give
1: us if they give us the bugs, they have to bring a talk. Oh. oh, man. ka. I know.
0: I really want a
1: tal ka <laughs> would be amazing. But that's bring us on That's not a, game a prediction. That's not a prediction. That's just that's just wishful thinking. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's wishful thinking. Cool. Well, it sounds like we have a lot of good questions for the vault. Yes, uh, for the next do. episode, which is great. So thank you guys for submitting all those.
1: Yes. Thank you guys very much. Uh, we're going to be wrapping it up here because like I said uh, in an earlier post today, this was going to be a shorter, even, even still like shorter. And it's like almost coming up on two hours. two hours. But uh, yeah, we do have a, a tight schedule this week. So hopefully you guys still enjoyed uh, this uh, slightly smaller episode. As usual, if you guys enjoyed it, hit up with a like button. It really, really helps us out uh if you usually enjoy it subscribe bell notification icon all of that stuff and also subscribe the gadget's going to be in the description as always and uh yeah also enjoy it in um, spotify apple podcasts all of those other places we appreciate all of you that enjoy listening we'll see you guys in the next one stay strong stay safe be
0: happy